When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are back for another Best of Bread and Wine for this holiday week. I hope everybody's having a great time enjoying some calm relaxation with some family and maybe got a little turkey hangover. That'd be great. Hopefully, you were able to find one in the grocery store. (laughs) Anyway, uh, following up from our conversation last week, we are going over some movements, man. We're going over some movements that uh, were impactful in Nicole and I's lives, really just my lives and then I like kind of bothered her with them and then brought her along and uh, subsequently uh, she uh, she was very kind and uh, followed along and uh, anyway we go over these movements last week we went over the fire movement this week uh, we're going to be talking about Dave Ramsey baby steps uh, and having just attended a conference the week before super appropriate timing for Nicole and I to review our positives and negatives of going through the uh, Dave Ramsey baby steps so we are quite candid in this conversation Uh, So take a listen, especially if you've gone through the steps. Maybe you have uh, experienced some of these uh, positives and negatives as well. So this is our most downloaded episode of 2021. That's why we're calling it a best of. So most downloaded episode of 2021, and we hope you all enjoy it. I'd love to hear your feedback, by the way. So let us know. Have a great one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bread and Wine. This is a candid chat between a husband and a wife and we're gonna have a little wine in the process cheers to you darling cheers my name is andy hill and this is nicole hill and we are here for some more fun you guys have been showing up every week thank you so much for being here and we're excited for another episode so without further delay all right this episode could get us into a little bit of trouble i'm gonna do this guy so um all right in the most respectful way we're gonna talk about a topic that um yeah, it could have a little controversy. Um, it's our journey and uh, kind of our ups and downs with Dave Ramsey and the Baby Step program. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm down. And um, yeah, and just I think Dave Ramsey um, in general and, you know, the whole shtick that goes along with his, um, with with the, with the, the advice that he sells. Yeah. So um, our journey in a nutshell started off like oh, I a love this. story, right? I mean, you found Dave Ramsey's podcast. Oh, that love story. Yeah. I you were talking about us for a second. No. <laughs> <laughs> My love story with, with that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mostly, and I like how you say your love story with him because I wasn't brought on that journey until like a little bit later. Um I love it. Yeah, there's been a little bit of, for me, love and hate. For you, it was like true love at first sight. (laughs) And then lately, 
So mm-hmm. most recently, because you even you um, taught the Dave Ramsey program, mm-hmm. Financial at Peace our, University, Financial Peace University mm-hmm. at our local church, mm-hmm. um, and you did that for three years. Yep. And now recently, you decided, I think I'm done teaching that program. Yeah. So clearly, the honeymoon period is over. <laughs> So I kind of just want to talk about our journey and our thoughts about Dave sure, Ramsey's yeah. program and the baby steps and then just, you know, his philosophies in general. Sounds good. Okay. So you found his podcast first. Yeah. So you got a you got an iPad for a, a work gift yeah. in 2010. iPad 1. iPad 1. Like it was like new. Dinosaur. It was like, it was like a work bonus. And you guys like, <laughs> you all get iPads. That's right. Cool. And so it just sat in our kitchen and we didn't really know what to do with an iPad. It was like, <laughs> what do you do with this thing? So We listened to music on it. We listened to music on it. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty much just much like it. a music player. And we looked up recipes sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then I found, so I just, I, I went in the app store, I think, and I typed in money. Because I wanted more of it, and I didn't have a lot of it. I have some I have in some. a jar on top of the fridge. I want more. Like something to like get money or make money or something like that. And he was the first app that came up in there, and he had he had an app, and it was essentially just like short clips of his radio show. And I just started listening to it. I'd come home from work and eat my lunch, and I'd listen to whatever five minute clip, ten minute clip, and I'm like, this guy is funny, and he's saying some things that make sense. And yeah. And I got hooked. I bought the book. I read the whole book. I got really into it. And then, as you know, and we talked about on this show many times, that when I read things or listen to things, they are the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) And I go buy them. You made me purchase my car after my lease term was over. Yep. You made me cut up my credit cards. Oh, yeah. That was a tough one. But I saw the value in it and I saw our net worth growing and I got like sort of geeked about it, you know, not as much as you. <laughs> yeah. I got really geeked. <laughs> like, not geek, like the word geek. <laughs> yeah. The definition. In Webster's Dictionary, a picture of geek. you looking at a picture of Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Being a geek. Um, so you got super into it. And then... Um, I think it helped us out a ton. Yeah. I mean, it did. Absolutely. It's not I think. It did. And then we kind of started getting to a point when when we had, I think, paid off our mortgage. No, no. It was prior it's to paying off that. our mortgage. Yeah. We got to a point where we were like, okay, this is repetitive. What's next? Yeah. What made you feel that way? Like, what were the things that you started to get... Well, I don't know. There was there was a few ticks on, on the box with. as we went through. You know, one of them was the credit card thing, right? And I read it in the book, and I'm like, credit cards are evil, and they're gonna they're gonna kill us all. And um, I and I took that to heart because again, when I read things, it's the Bible, right? So I said, Nicole, we gotta stop this credit card thing. It's 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 evidently uh, gonna kill us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't like it, but mm-hmm. you were very nice, and you said fine. Five years went by, and lo and behold, we really didn't change our spending at all. And I'm like, eh, maybe we should go back. Because we were tracking it in mint. We were tracking it in mint. And we were yeah. like, well, we spent just as much prior to yeah. having credit cards. Um, but like we did, even though we used debit cards for a lot of stuff, we also used cash because yeah. we did do the envelope system a little bit for certain things. Yep. But then we couldn't remember what the heck we spent. We're like, wait, I had $100. And, you know, unless you're sitting there jotting down like yeah. every 
$2 purchase and like taking a lot of time to like reconcile all of that daily. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been so many advances since that point when I read the book to like now of like tech, like Mm -hmm. credit cards have gotten more convenient, like tracking your money's gotten more convenient, like protection on credit cards has gotten more convenient. And I hate to say it, but man, those points are delicious. Yeah. They and and we we fell in and I found ah. out some other dudes that I was like, oh, I really want to try this out. And yeah, so, you like swung the pendulum all the way to the other so end. Started and you credit were card like, hacking. Hey, we're gonna credit card hack. We're gonna open up forty-five credit cards in yeah. three months. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember how many it was. It was it was at least yeah. over twenty, uh, probably between the two of us. But anyway, yeah, it was a complete pendulum swing. And yeah, obviously you can get carried away with that too. So so the first the first tick for me was like, okay, well, maybe credit cards aren't all that bad. And then the second major tick was when we went to go meet with a, an endorsed local provider. And uh, I, I just wrote an article about this, that I went in there uh, fully uh, with the mindset of, if Dave says this is the guy, then this is the guy. I got to believe everything he says. And and that, that was my my folly. And you, uh, your your wife alarm was going off being like, this guy sounds like a sales guy. And uh, it doesn't really, he's, he's kind of talking over our heads as opposed to teaching us. And isn't, aren't we supposed to be getting the heart of the teacher sort of right. thing, right? And you didn't feel that right away. I felt like, hey, he's got the check mark. This is, this is our guy. Uh, and then we had some things happen over the next couple of, I think about a year and a half we were with him. And... Uh, the one major thing was that I got, and I think it was 2012, I had the best sales year I've ever had in my entire life. We came away with a $100,000 check, essentially, from some sales that happened that year. And we came up to our person and said, we want to buy a house in the next couple of years. What should we do with this money? And his idea was to put it in a bond fund. Bonds, yes, there are more. Um, James Bond? Not James Bond. I'm sorry. <gasps> bond market. Um, they are less volatile than stocks, but they're still volatile, right? And I didn't know that there was something called a front load fee. Mm-hmm. So essentially when we gave him a $100,000 check, automatically he got, I think it was close mm-hmm. to 5% of that. So yeah. our balance no, was now $95,000. No wonder when it, we were like, yeah, we're ready to, you know, we, we have a check for $100,000. And he was like, I'll come after work and pick it up from yeah, you. He came to and the we door. were like, oh, how sweet. And now we're like, oh, duh. Yeah, it's he, because it he made literally a $5, meant $5,000 for him. Yeah. yeah. So, and again, that's not anything that I would say Dave did wrong or right. even the individual did wrong. It was my lack of knowledge yeah. and my, my blind faith. Yeah. In the whole process. So I've since learned a ton more. Yeah, like the silver lining is it made you look into how you can manage your own, um, you know, investing. And you've learned so much. And I feel like you do the best job that money can't buy, you know, because you're you're in... It's your money and you're going to do totally. what you're going to you do know, the, the best for your situation. Yeah, exactly. So that's the silver lining is that you educated yourself more based on that really bad experience. Yes. And I think, of course, it's not Dave Ramsey's fault that this guy, you know, kind of did some moves that weren't in our best interest. As a matter of fact, all of the things that Dave Ramsey says an investor should be I agree with. They should have the heart of a teacher. They should want you to get into things that um, that that benefit you that are not volatile. They should. Um, what's the other thing he says? He says um, try to go with somebody who does the not a front load fee or no, not a commission, but a front load fee because that's supposed to be. 
less no, um, or no? He, what is he, he, he doesn't talk about? He doesn't talk he doesn't. about. Unfortunately, there's not enough information. I believe from that whole situation that we went through about the fees. Oh. I think that was my major error going mm-hmm. in, being like, "Well, he's going to help us," and I just didn't ask the important question of how do you get paid? Yeah, and that was my major. That was my major fault. Yeah. going into the whole process. But I think that education could be a lot better, mm-hmm. both from the Ramsey team, as well as our, our advisor, their yeah. broker that we work I mean, with. I don't know how these advisors get, you know, get this, this Dave Ramsey certification, but the feeling that I get reminds me of when I bought ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Super weird tangent, uh-huh. but it's going to come together, I promise. When we were in Florida a couple of years ago, and I got some Ben and Jerry's ice cream yeah. that was um, chunky monkey or something, supposed to have like a ton of chunks in it, and I remember Ben and Jerry's like from back in the day, and it was always good quality. So I got this chunky monkey, and I opened it up, and it was like two chunks, like I literally two chunks. That's not like I mean, I don't call that a chunky monkey party. Like that is like stingy with vanilla ice cream. I agree. Um, and we like emailed the company and everything. But I think that is a, uh, you know, I'll bet when Ben and Jerry's was a mom and pop shop, they made sure that every single batch of ice cream had a, you know, 500 chunks of monkey. <laughs> of all the monkeys. Of all the monkeys. And, <laughs> you know, and, but then they sold their rights to this company and they have all these factories and all these, you know, so they can't still be really putting their like personal mwah on every single batch. Yep. And that's what I got. I got the watered down version of Ben and Jerry's that's been sold to this company and that company. And it's some manufacturer that has nothing to do with Ben and Jerry's putting its name on it. You know, I think that's a great example. So I, I have a feeling that that's kind of what has happened. I mean, back in the day, if you were to get a recommendation from Dave Ramsey himself when he, before he was like real big, I'm sure it would have been like, I know this person personally and I put my stamp of approval on it. But nowadays, I think it's the watered down version. Sure. And that's what we got. We got a guy who Merger the company, the got farther gets away certified. From the yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. um and and he did not follow the path of Dave Ramsey. I think he just somehow got a certification. And that made us want to work with him, but we got burnt. So yeah, that was that was definitely a reason. So reason number one that kind of pulled us away from the Ramsey ways was just our personal experience with like credit cards, yeah. credit cards and mm-hmm. and not in our negative experience using cash. Um, and then the second would be the getting burnt by the advisor. Yeah. And I'd say the third is, is kind of some tone as of late. Um, there was a, a clip recently about the stimulus checks that people need uh, right now. And I, I, I won't quote it correctly, but Essentially, Dave was dismissing that if anybody needs a stimulus check right now, then I, I, I can't remember the exact. I'm sure words. he used I'm this, mess it up, but it was you know, very his dismissive. Typical Dave Ramsey, like, I, I like was, yeah. ah, you're you're a fool, you're yeah. you're dumb, you know, like. It was very dismissive, as yeah. if as if if as if you needed six hundred dollars, that you know that is that you got a lot more problems, but the the problem with that one. That statement is that it's inherent in his baby steps. And the first baby step is a big milestone. If you're able to save $1,000, 
you've now rid yourself of those emergencies that keep you in credit card debt. So I would venture to say it's the exact opposite of his mission to tell people that $600 won't make a difference or $1,400 won't make a difference as we're potentially getting right. So stimulus how, checks how right can now. $1,000 make a big difference, but $1,000 doesn't make a big difference? Yeah. yeah, I get it. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's this sort of tone of if you do it this way, then you're an idiot. Yeah. And if you... I don't know. It, I mean, it, it listen, just seems like it, it's a one size fits all thing. And it just, it feels like it's missing the mark lately for me. Now he's so entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Which is why I think in the beginning you said you found his podcast and it was like funny and it, it was, was this and that. And yeah. I mean, he had the same tone and the same language back then. He does. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe I've just educated maybe, myself into more of the reality after yeah. doing this for four, almost five years now, I realize everybody's situation is so unique because I've spoken to so many people, either you know, experts on the podcast or people who have uh, I've done some really cool things, and everybody's situation is so different. Yeah. Like for example, like I've spoken to couples that you know decide to keep their money separate, and that makes their marriage really happy. And I don't think that makes them idiots or dumb or or whatever. You know, yeah. I think that that's just okay. Everybody, everybody's situation is unique. You and I choose to keep our money together, but. That's a unique choice of ours. And I, I think there I think there's missing a little bit of empathy. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit tone. of a little bit of like one way may not work for everyone. Yeah. But I do, but I get it. I get that he like that's his his program is so successful because he's got these steps that don't waver. Yep. I agree. And he's got that's this program that is black very black and white. And if you follow it, you can get out of debt. And I get it. I mean, it is effective. It reminds me a lot of uh, religion. Right. Uh, 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 books I that agree. have been written thousands of years ago and not wavering from those. Um, obviously, that can go pretty deep. But I think that we learn a lot over time and we can evolve a lot over time. Yeah. And having some flexibility and ability to change over time. Yeah has some power to it. I completely agree. I think when you're able to say, this is what I used to think, this is the journey that I went on and I've evolved and changed and my mind has expanded. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, yeah, I think there is power in that. And I think that there's, um, I respect that. Now I feel, I feel kind of bad now because I've just spent a little bit of time Talking about three things that didn't work well. Yeah. If I, if you and I could talk about three things that did work really well for us with this program, I think I would probably feel better finishing off this episode. Okay. So one of the biggest things is I think it is so simple. I think it is so, um, like just, I mean, maybe not the black and white part about it, but the simplicity and the fact that there is one end goal and that's to pay things off so that you have um, more control over your time, more control over your life and can make more decisions and not be slave to the lender. I think that's awesome. I do too. I mean, that is earth shattering. Even though it's it's such a simple notion, it goes against everything that like capitalism teaches us. Mm -hmm. And so I do think it's earth shattering because we are not taught that. That's beautiful. I love that. Right? Yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's, 
Yeah. And to your point on simplicity, I'll do, I'll do the second one. The point on simplicity is the baby steps. Uh, although maybe people have some difficulty with how they go or where, when you should invest or when you should not, they work. They work. Because if you follow through all of them and you keep going and you keep it simple, it works. We became millionaires in 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, mostly followed all of them. Yeah. To a, to, you know, we did. We just graduated out of we them just at some point. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we did. We started with that, and then it was, and it was so motivating. And we continued to listen to his podcast, and it was the vitamin every day that it took to get us, give us that motivation to keep going and keep yeah. getting out of debt. Once we were sort of out of debt and we were like starting to like have some extra money to invest, that's when we were started being like, well, you know, his 25, 25, 25, 25. I mean, that that is a one size fits all yeah, that kind is. of a... No matter what your age is. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe we can fine tune that a bit more. So at that point, I think we started graduating out of the Dave Ramsey solutions and started going into something a little bit... Yeah. More advanced. Um, but man, we could not have gotten there. Absolutely. Without his advice and without his um, philosophies. And I would also, for the maybe for the last one, I would I would add, he is he, he, he and his group do a very good job at helping you with the non-sexy stuff, the insurance stuff, the little things that will trip you up. And I think he calls it defense. You know, you could do a lot of offense with making a lot of money and start paying off your debt, but the, the defense stuff is important. Umbrella insurance, term life insurance. I just had a, a father on the podcast this week. His wife passed away in her late 20s, and he thanks he thanks God so much that he found Dave Ramsey to help him buy a term life insurance policy because he's been able to carry on with his 12-year-old daughter. They were able to pay off their mortgage, pay off their trucks, pay off all their debts, and now he's going to be able to spend more time with his daughter. So kudos on on spending time on the things that are maybe not as sexy, but are, man, are they important. Yeah. And I just think he's a, the third thing might be he's super entertaining. And Absolutely. so is his daughter. And so are the rest of the people that I've seen on those DVDs. Like, yep. I mean, just they make it actually fun to watch. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not a big money nerd. Yeah. But those videos, I, I can't sit through those. They're and good. I sat They're through them multiple times when you were teaching the class at, at Kensington. And yeah. yeah, I just, I think it's it's such an entertaining way. Um, and he, I mean, he is helping millions of people. Absolutely. So I think that's beautiful. Um, I'm excited for his daughter to take over because I think maybe she'll bring some fresh. Um, I don't know if she really is taking over. I just have it in my head that she well, probably I mean, is. Eventually, yeah, time, right? <laughs> but um, I think that she might just bring a little bit of a fresh, like more modern perspective to mm-hmm. things um, because Davis like is like your grandpa grandpa you know and you're like man i love you grandpa but like yeah you're never going to change your old ways like <laughs> right. times are changing yeah. and you can't say some of the stuff that you say and like it's not funny anymore yeah. you know um and um yeah so i'm interested to see kind of how their brand might evolve i agree um when some of the younger folks get into charge. So 
Anyway. Why don't we do some takeaways? This was a good conversation. Okay. So I mean, maybe that's maybe that's I'll steal your your first takeaway there is that if you read something or you listen to something and it really resonates with you at a point in your life, it's okay if you can evolve and take from that the things that work well. And then it's okay if it doesn't, if all the little pieces and parts don't work specifically for your situation. And for that, I think that would be a call to the Ramsey team too, to say, Hey, as you guys continue to grow and evolve and your team expands, what can you do to expand and change with the times as well? Yeah. Um, And kind of fits within that, all Mm -hmm. of that, what you just said is as a consumer, yeah. You can love the Dave Ramsey Baby Steps program, but not take every single piece of advice in it. You know, I mean, we still we still follow a lot of the philosophies, but we don't do his investing strategy. And that's okay. We can take chapters one through eight Mm -hmm. and not follow chapter nine. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent everything and not evolve, you know. Uh, not not find anybody else's uh, information or advice valid except for that one book. I mean, yeah, you can take thirty percent from here and twenty percent from there and and stitch it together to make your own tapestry. You know, absolutely. Um, I would say a huge key takeaway for me is, um, you know, if if you're somebody who's new to investing or new, not investing, sorry, new to trying to figure out personal your personal finance, like you don't even know what your net worth is, or you are in debt, um, or you're just interested in money and kind of getting into it, definitely read his book, get his DVDs or go through the program. It's is simple yet earth shattering. I mean, it is. We are not taught personal finance in school. And what we learn through the media and through just, I guess, our just our society and our culture is borrow, 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 spend, spend, spend. And that works for well for our economy and growing our economy, but it does not work well for each individual. I mean, it really doesn't. It it puts us into debt. It makes us a slave to lenders and it makes us have to work until we're 65 and beyond maybe. Um, And so I would say educate yourself on his program because it is uh, simple yet goes against capitalism and against (laughs) the societal norms. Um, So you're not going to learn that somewhere else. I agree. I mean, he's the he's the entrepreneur that started that philosophy. Well, I don't know if he started it, but he did it really darn well. He did it really well. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, if you haven't read his his book or Baby Steps yep. or looked into um, his his program, what is the program Financial called? Peace Financial University. Peace University. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, definitely look into that. That would Absolutely. be a huge key takeaway. But like we said... It's okay to not follow it 100% and to maybe once you get out of debt, you can evolve and look at other uh, advice as well and put something together that works for you. Yeah, I think that's a skill I'm still learning, that you can consume something and then not have to do all of it. Yeah. (laughs) I'll get there someday. (sighs) I think you you end up doing the right thing. You end up trying it and taking a key takeaway from all of these self self-help books or you know informational books that you read 
But in the beginning, you put pressure on yourself to absorb 100% of it. It's just not humanly possible. It isn't. I try to do it all. You try, and then you get frustrated, and then you take a step back, and then you're like, all right, maybe I can absorb 20%. And I think that's beautiful. Like that's That's a good amount. It's just that you set your expectations up here, so like you end up feeling like a failure, but you're not. A failure would be to read a bunch of self-help books and then just like forget what's in them and not do anything. <laughs> but if you can get one key takeaway from each, I think you're doing well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And on that and on that note, hopefully you guys got some key takeaways out of this episode. And uh, we, we appreciate we everybody joining. We went way over. We probably I can, did. I know we did. Oh, no. No, we're good. This isn't right around the time, but we all, we all it's 26 minutes. That's pretty good. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, joining. And Carlos, man, you, you are awesome. You've been joining hey, for the Carlos. past couple of weeks. We love this. He says... Uh, <laughs> Are you guys planning to go to Dave build, Dave's building and do a debt-free scream? We um, we already passed that time we, in our lives. We did. So, okay, here's another one, Carlos. I looked it up online during the time when we paid off our house, and they they had in the form that if we have credit cards, that was a no-no. And we did. And we so, don't want to go and lie. <laughs> that's another thing. I don't know. Anyway. But uh, I have been to the building uh, a couple times. They've invited me to, um, you know, collaborate and help help us grow. They've poured into us as creators, and, and in return, I don't know if you'll get invited back after this one. Oh, I hope Ooh. so. I, I hope so. But not if not, it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's honest feedback, yeah. and I there are so many wonderful things about. Right. And Carlos uh, agrees. His light his book was life changing for him, and, it, and it, honestly, it was life changing for us too. So, so we couldn't do the screen, but we did make a really cute video with our kids. We um we put like used our papers as kindling and roasted marshmallows on top of it. Did a couple of other fun things. Made a mortgage so. pinata. That was her. Mortgage pinata. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun with it. And, um, and, th- and Rudy, thank you very much for joining as well. And, and if you guys have any comments or questions or anything for us, please, you can do that here in the stream on YouTube, or you can leave us a voicemail at marriagekidsmoney.com slash voicemail or any social media platform at Andy Hill MKM. We really love all the notes and we really love you guys all joining and uh, keeping the conversation going. Thank you so much, Nicole. This is awesome as always. All right. Let's Cheers. get our Friday night started. Right, get our Friday night. We're, we're going out. I love you guys. Goodbye. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks everyone. <laughs>